This is Joe Burns. And Chad P. Hey, thanks for listening to the Rock School Podcast. We think you'll learn something. Now remember, if you want to hear the show with all the music in place, go to kslu.org and stream the show live Thursdays at 5. And Sundays at 4. It's a new show every week. Now enjoy this week's Rock School radio show. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. It's time for school. Rock School with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. I've got to believe the Bible has been burnt, twisted, bent, folded, mutilated, and terrible things happened to it. And Chad P. The KKK (laughs) wanted a book banned. How do you go about getting a book banned? I mean, don't they have like a A procedure or something? Class is in. Rock School radio show right here on the uh, on the radio here in front of you. My name is Joe Burns, and when I was 16, I dabbled in witchcraft. What's your name? What? Yeah, that's right, but I never got anywhere near the satanic altar. Remember that. What's Dude, your name? My name's Chad P. What's the deal with you? You got this jellyfish-looking tie on, a oh, pink yeah. shirt, and there's a woman in the booth. Did you lose a bet or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. So What's that was going the, on that here? Was the bet. This is my devil's friend. Uh, this is right. actually a, a Grateful Dead tie. Is it? Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, Look at that. Oh, the irony. Oh, the irony. Now, there is a woman in the booth. <laughs> a, the, women listen to this radio show. Can you it's believe so it? true. That looks like a Beth West right over there. A Beth West. Beth Hello. West, a reference librarian here on the campus of Southeastern Louisiana University and where this Rock School listener. Station, that's right. <laughs> Rock School actually emanates from this campus. So, help us to emanate. You're at the, at the library, right? I am at Sims Library. I've been that's there right. for seven months. All right, give us this shh. Beal? Good, good. Now, what's going on? This is this is Banned Book Week, is it, it is. not? It is Banned Books Week, and that's not something that Sims Library just made up. It is, it's put together every year by the ALA, which is the American Library Association. And basically, the whole idea is to get people aware of books that have been banned or challenged, and the reasons why, which are usually not very good, Yeah. and to let them celebrate their freedom to read and their freedom to choose whatever book they'd like to read. So wait a minute. So for banned books, you basically have this list. These are books that have been banned, but you can go ahead and read them because we didn't ban them. (laughs) Yes. Well, most of them that have been challenged and most of and the ones that have been banned usually eventually uh, unban are unbanned. Who who bans them? Uh, Well, libraries, schools, sometimes countries. It depends on the book and how uh, incendiary it is. Incendiary. Oh. Incendiary. So sometimes That's a they librarian get burnt. Word. Yeah. Sometimes they get burnt. Well, yes, it, books have been burned not just by Nazis but by the U.S. Postal Service. It's book burning. Book burning. Really? Postal workers. 
Really? Postal workers. Ah. I, I, that may be where the term "going postal" came from. Hmm. Book burning. Did All right, we cool. Did we learn nothing from the movie Footloose? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's what we're doing today on Rock School. I was contacted by Beth West about what two weeks ago, something, something like that. Something like not too long ago at all. And you said throw together a Rock School show, and Chad will tell you I'm stunning at throwing these things together at the last second. Mm-hmm. But this is all Beth's idea. She you blame said, me, please. <laughs> she, she said I can find songs that are based on banned books. Cool. And I said, no, you can't. And she said, yes, I can. I said, no, you can't. Yes, I can. And it went downhill from there. Had a little argument, did you? And then she came back with this long list of songs that are based on banned books. And they're great stories. So we're going to kick off with David Bowie's 1984 from the album Diamond Dogs. And by the way, not only is it based on George Orwell's 1984, and that's a banned book, the album cover itself, Diamond Dogs, was banned. And we'll get into that in another show. But why was 1984 by George Orwell banned? Oh, tons of reasons. Uh, Lately, in the past 20 years or so, mostly because people have claimed it is both immoral and profane. Well, it is. That's why why I want to read it. (laughs) Everybody wants to read these banned books because they're interesting. Great. Uh, But in the 60s and 70s, it was seen as pro-communist, which if you've read 1984, you'll know that that's... that that's not it at all. That's <laughs> kind of the opposite, right? Uh, and so it's been banned in several school districts across across the country, but mostly challenged. And in one Wisconsin school district, the uh, school board supervisor said that it depicted a socialist state as utopia, which is wrong. And we all, if we've read it, we know that it's not necessarily depicting a utopia. No, it's not a utopia at all. No. So let's take a look at uh, David Bowie's take on the uh, George Orwell song or George Orwell book, 1984, with his song, 1984. Here's Bowie right here, Box School. ask you a question concerning this. You said that the guy in Wisconsin read it and interpreted it as something to do with communism. Can't you basically just, it doesn't matter who reads it, it's whatever they interpret it as? Like, I can read that book and think it's about free enterprise. Joe could read it and think it's about communism. Right, exactly. Yeah, well, that's exactly the concept of Banned Books Week there, Chad. You hit the nail right on the head, is that everyone should be allowed to read the book and make their own opinions and judge it for themselves. Well, it's just like the songs, you know? Right. If if there's a song that has the lyrics, go commit suicide. Uh, you know, no, there's not really that, song ma- there's not really that many ways yeah. that you can interpret well, it. Win but, you know, it's just like when we talked about the Filthy 15. You know, people say, oh, well, he, he acted upon the lyrics and that. That's not what they're talking about. Well, that's your opinion. That's well, what Tipper then, Gore had to say. Right. Well, if you're out to find bad, you're going to find it. Mm-hmm. You're going to find it. Like Ayn Rand. According, like- to, according to the people in Rush... The song 2112, or the entire side of the platter, side one of 2112, is based on either Anthem or The Fountainhead by Ayn Rand. Now, I've always heard it was by, it was about The Fountainhead. And it, it actually forced me to go out and read it when I was about 16 years old. And anything that would get a 16-year-old <laughs> kid to read Ayn Rand is really amazing. But you said it's about Anthem. 
Well, I think that there might be some confusion because the entire album is about various works by Ayn Rand. So I honestly have never read Anthem, so it could be about, you know what, in interpretation, it's about the Fountainhead, if you want it to be about the Fountainhead. Okay, fine. Then I say it's about the Fountainhead. <laughs> okay. Now, okay. now she's, been she's been challenged? She's been challenged? She has been. Uh, Ayn Rand was born in Russia. She moved to the U.S. at the age of 21, and her books were banned in Russia before their anti-communist views, and the irony is that people in the United States thought that her philosophy of selfishness, which has been called... Was considered immoral, so it was. Her books were challenged, were banned in Russia, challenged in the United States for va- basically opposite views. And if you could think of Cold War era, uh, United States versus the USSR, and how very different and completely opposite they are, and both places had problems with her writing. So she just got slammed all across the. Board. Oh yeah. One person saw black, one person saw white, and she just caught heck from both sides. Pretty much. I know people that have read her book Atlas Shrugged, and their entire political outlook changed from left to right, and they started supporting Sarah Palin. I mean, it was it ridiculous. Had, it the changed the power of books. Right? The swing. It was something else. So maybe Anthem, maybe Fountainhead, maybe a little Atlas Shrugged, but according to the members of Rush, that album, 2112, was based on Ayn Rand. And so here you go. Here's the overture from 2112, Rush. Rock School. celebrate Banned Books Week at libraries all across the United States. And on the show, we're playing songs that are either written about or were influenced by books that were banned. And we have from the uh, library here on campus at Southeastern Louisiana University, Beth West. Chad, what? while I was doing a little bit of preview work with Beth, she threw out a trivia question, and I got it. Didn't you I? Did. I? You did. You did. Over the past decade, <laughs> what has been the book... Over the past 10 years. Yeah. What has been the book that has had the most, how did you phrase it? The has most. Has been challenged. Has been the challenged most. the most. What's been the book that's been challenged the most? Around the world or just in the United States? United States. United just States. The United States. What is it? Think witches and wizards. The Crucible? <laughs> well. Harry Potter. Really? Harry yes, Potter, yeah. The entire series. Yeah, believe it or not. I got it right off the bat because my wife loves it. She reads them. <laughs> Speaking of witches and wizards and little people with rings that have big feet that keep walking and walking and walking, <laughs> Wizard of how Oz? about J.R.R. Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings, which, by the way, is mentioned in not one, but two Led Zeppelin tunes, The Battle what? of Evermore, actually three, four. Four. Battle of Evermore, Over the Hills and Far Away, Misty Mountain Hop, and the one we're going to play, Ramble on. Wait a minute. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. What is Time it? Time out. With Zeppelin. I know and these Lord of the songs. Rings. I know these songs. Look at her. No, she it's please. Please. That's plain. I know these songs. I, I don't pick, have anything about I Lord of the Rings. Plant is a huge Tolkien fan. Well, that's fine and dandy, but I know these songs, and I know for a fact that he doesn't talk about Lord of the Rings. Oh, Actually, he does. I'll, 
he mentions he mentions Golem by name in and Ramble Mortar, On. In Ramble, in Ram, yes. Believe explain, please. Explain. He really does. I mean, there are references to the uh, to the the book. Okay. Listen, we're gonna play Ramble On, and you'll hear the names inside of the song. But why was J.R.R. Tolkien actually challenged? Because let's be honest, it's a bunch of people trying to get a ring from here to there. Who right. cares? Right. Who cares? Well, it's a it's almost a fairy tale, and you'd think that it wouldn't be. Uh, Controversial at all? Yeah, who cares? But in fact, it was burned not by a government what? agency, no. but yes, not uh, the precious, <laughs> not the precious in uh, Alamogordo. I hope I have no idea if I'm saying that right, but New Mexico in 2001, uh, people from the Christ Community Church burned. All three volumes of the Lord of the Rings. That must have been a whale of a bonfire because they're thick. Right, books. they're thick, and probably yeah. the Hobbit too. They threw all kinds of Tolkien novels in there, and I think that if you Aww. look at 2001, it probably coincided with the release of the movie. What? Because it's against religion. It is. Oh, it's well, it's satanic. Oh, that's what they say about Harry Potter, right. too. Right. Anything magical. Yeah. Anything magical. Uh, there wow. are people out there who say I guess, I guess just because you know, I haven't read the books, but I've seen the films, and I'm such a huge fan of them, I can't see why anyone could interpret it like that, But Well, and, <sighs> and actually, the, uh, Tolkien's books are based on Catholic philosophies and uh-huh. religion. Right. So, to burn them for being anti-religious is a bit... Oxymoronic. Interesting. Oxymoronic. <laughs> it is. See if you can pick out the names. Here you go. Zeppelin. Ramble on. Rock school. Leaves are falling all around. Time I was on my way. Thanks to you, I'm much obliged. This is Rock School, and during that song, you went and looked it up on the internet. Yeah, you looked, looked it up. I thought y'all were full of it. No, <laughs> it was right were. there. I am. I'm, I'm schmitten. There you are. You're schmitten. You're schmitten yes. with, the, with Robert Plant yes. and, and his love for J.R.R. Tolkien. But I love that. I'm going to watch the movie now. Now, we got to take a break. Uh, we'll be back in just a minute with a book that has probably been... What do you think? Knocked aside so many times and Definitely. burnt and all of that. The Bible. We, we just had with the the preacher down in Florida mm-hmm. who wanted to burn the Quran. Mm-hmm. He didn't, which which is interesting because now he has what about seventy five, a hundred Qurans. What's he going to do with them? Oh, give maybe him a, he'll read them. Give them away at Christmas. Here you go. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's a Quran. You know, what's <laughs> he's got them all. What's he going to do? So when we get back, we're going to we won't we won't have a lot. We we said we'd only do one on the Bible, but there. There's a lot there of songs. Right, yes. but we said we'd only do one based on the Bible. So, hello, KLSU. Thanks for listening to this out in Tiger Radio Land. Hello, KSCL in Shreveport, Louisiana, world's largest library. Is that true? Right there in Shreveport. I had no idea. You want to join us on Facebook? Get on there and search Rock School Radio Show and make sure you like us. Like us. You really like us. Well, they can't dislike us. That's true. We don't have a button for that. Well, they could just simply write something nasty. Back in a minute. Rock School. This is Rock School as we talk about banned books with reference librarian Beth West. Thanks for coming over. Thank you so much for having me. A lot of people are afraid of coming in and sitting in front of a microphone, but you seem to have no fear whatsoever. Well, I am a librarian and we are fearless. That's true. It's a little known fact. There's an old trivia question that goes, what is the song that has the oldest lyrics ever? 
And the answer that I have, at least, is Turn, Turn, Turn by Pete Seeger and then covered by the birds because it uses lyrics from chapter three of the book of Ecclesiastes in the Holy Bible. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're going to use. Now, I've got to believe the Bible has been burnt twisted, bent, folded, mutilated, and terrible things happened to it. Got a story or two for us? Oh, definitely. And and not even, I mean, I guess most people would think of the Bible being burned or censored in some way in the early days of Christianity when it was so outrageous. But to think in fairly modern times that it's been banned is kind of outlandish, but uh, not too long. And it is banned, or challenged at least, uh, pretty well, much every year in, somewhere. In well, in communist and socialist countries, mm-hmm. it's sure. definitely banned, and that's something that I think that people would expect. But I don't think that most people would think that in the United States in the 19th century, it was censored uh, in order to fit with Victorian sensibilities. Uh-huh. Censored? Someone censored the Bible? They re- rewrote it and took <laughs> out all what they considered the nasty parts. Really? Yes. What nasty parts are in the Bible? Well, if you think uh-huh. about it, there's quite a few. It's really nasty parts. Uh, Who did it? Uh, n- Noah Webster. As in the dictionary. The The dictionary dictionary guy. guy. He rewrote the Bible and took out the dirty parts. Well, let's hope he spelled everything correctly. (laughs) All right. I think that he did. Here are the birds. Turn, turn, turn. Right here. Rock School. Crosby, turn, turn, turn. That's the birds on Rock School. Welcome to the bottom of the hour as we talk about banned books with our special guest. Introduce yourself, young lady. Hi, I'm Beth West. There you are. You are? Chad P. I'm Joe Burns. Now, we're going to do a real quick seven days and 70 seconds and come out with a song that I had no idea was A, based on a book, and then B, the book was actually banned. But we'll see it here in just a minute. But seven days and 70 seconds at the bottom of the hour. These dates, September 27th through October 3rd. Chad's got Monday. Do it. Monday, September 27th. That's a Monday this year. But back in 1990, the late Marvin Gaye received his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Tuesday, September 28th, 15 years ago in 1995, in a tragic incident, a gunman opens fire on Bobby Brown's car outside a Boston bar. Brown escapes without injury. However, his sister's Beyonce is shot in the head and dies. 35 years ago, 1975, on Wednesday, September 29th, R&B legend Jackie Wilson suffers a massive heart attack while performing on the Dick Clark Show and is left in a vegetative state for the rest of his life. September 30, 1935, Johnny Mathis was born in Gilmer, Texas. Friday, October 1st, 35 years ago, in 1975, Booker T and the MG's founding member Al Jackson is shot to death in his home after coming upon intruders at age 40 in Memphis. 15 years ago, Saturday, October 2nd, after an eight-year separation, the uh, members of Rock Band Journey reunite, only to have Steve Perry again hurt his hip and go away, and then they picked up some guy on YouTube and are now touring again, so they're a great cover band right now. (laughs) Ten years ago, in 2000, Benjamin Ord, guitarist and vocalist with the Cars, this says guitarist, he's actually the the bassist of the group, uh, dies from pancreatic cancer at age 53 in Atlanta, Georgia. Hey, dude, why did you give uh, Beth all of the ones with the shootings? Right? Well, I got a death here, too. I got Benjamin she Orr. She had two reads and she had two shootings. Well, I got a, a heart attack here. Hey, well, hey welcome, but guest. But Mo, the, yeah, well, 
violence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. violence. Lots of death. Mm-hmm. Now, I had no idea this song, Rolling Stones, Sympathy for the Devil, was even based on a book. You now, didn't know that? No. Did you? No. Okay, well, the <laughs> book is Master and Margarita by... Mikhail Bulgakov. Thank goodness you're here, because I would have destroyed that name. Okay, you say it's almost a note-for-note retelling of the book. It is. It's a summary, basically. All right, now tell me why the book was censored. The book was completed in 1940, but it wasn't published in Moscow until 1966, and only then in censored form, and it was because... In the book, The Devil Visits Moscow, and in Atheist USSR, that was kind of a no-no. And they just said, can't do that. Can't do it. But in right. 19, in the, They finally published it in 1973. But for those 33 years, no luck. So if you don't have time to read the book, here's a synopsis. Here you go. Here are the cliff notes from the Stones. <laughs> Sympathy for the Devil. Rock School. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. Rock School here as we talk about the songs that are based on banned books with our special guest in the studio, reference librarian Beth West. You'll find her in the library. Shushing people. Shushing people. (laughs) Hey, shut up, kid. Shut up. All right, I have two songs here that are based on the Odyssey. One of them is Home at Last from the Asia album by Steely Dan, and the other one is the one we're going to play, Tales of Brave Ulysses. Ulysses. Obviously, there you go, from Homer's The Odyssey. Homer? Homer? This is back before the age of indoor plumbing. (laughs) Tell me that this thing wasn't actually banned. It has well, to be. apparently, it's on the list. as soon as it was written down, uh, it was banned. But uh, it's a great example of historical censorship. Yeah. Plato at one point said Plato. that Plato, no, Plato, yes, the guy, as in the guy the that showed up. The philosopher we he, all know. We yeah. all yeah. Plato. Plato suggested that Homer should not should be unavailable for immature readers. Well, that that's it me. Was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not necessarily young readers, but immature ones. Okay. And in 35 A.D., Caligula. The Roman Emperor. Wait a minute. The guy that made the porn movie about? Yes, that guy. (laughs) That guy tried to suppress the work because it expressed Greek ideals of freedom. Uh And in autocratic Rome, that was a very dangerous thing. But to think of Caligula suppressing anything. Well, you can't have free Greek ideals. No, certainly not. No, they'll build big, giant white buildings with columns and things like that. (laughs) You can't have any of that. So here you go. Tales of Brave Ulysses right here. Rock School. There's Cream, Tales of Brave Ulysses, mm-hmm. uh, all the way back in, what's what's the date on here? 39 B.C. or 39 A.D.? Yeah, like that really happened. You're just making stuff up now, Ben. <laughs> all right. Hello, WBSD, Burlington, Wisconsin. Thanks for running the radio show. Hello, Radio Universidad in Salamanca, Spain. Now, after the break, number one, we're going to play a song from a group I've never heard of. You ever heard of Bell X1? Yeah. Have you really? No. Okay. It's one of Beth's favorite groups. So number one, Bango, she nails a group that I've never heard of. And number two, the challenge, the attack on the book, the reason it was banned came from what group? 
the Ku Klux Klan. Well, oh, there yeah, you go. You know, lots of literary morals in that group. <laughs> there you right? Go. Oh, boy. By all means, get us on iTunes if you want to hear the podcasts and just go search iTunes for podcasts. Look for Rock School and you'll find us right after the break. We'll tell you about Bell X1 and the Ku Klux Klan being upset about the book. Just a moment. Rock School. Now, before we get into this obviously very interesting discussion about how the KKK <laughs> wanted a book banned, how do you go about getting a book banned? I mean, don't they have like a, a some type of a procedure or something that you have to go through? Because if you're a member of the KKK, which I'm not, <laughs> never have been, but you want to try to remain anonymous. And if they say, okay, you want this book banned, who are you? I'm Fred Smirt. Right. <laughs> so how do you go about banning a book? Well... Modern day times, I think that uh, most of the members of the KKK probably want to keep themselves hidden. But as individuals, almost anyone can walk into a library and ask to say that they want to challenge a book. And usually the library will have a form that where they say why they want to challenge the book. And it's considered. Hmm. Really? But I could walk across the We ought to do that. Let's challenge a book. We, we ought to go challenge Let's a challenge book. book. That would be so cool. Let's, what book do Normally, we want to challenge? The we outcome is not so good for the challengers. Let's though. challenge Let's challenge the letter R in the Encyclopedia <laughs> Britannica. No, seriously. We ought, to seriously. Challenge, we ought to challenge a book that talks no. about how like rock music is bad. No, let's okay. challenge the letter X in the I'm Encyclopedia being serious. Britannica. Let's go challenge I'm a book. not, because that's dumb. Why is that dumb? Everybody should be able to read whatever they want. Right. That's usually the conclusion that the library draws and tells the person who has challenged the book. Why don't they just tell them that in the first place then? I want to challenge a book. They can read what they want. Go away. Oh, it makes people feel good to have a form to fill out. Oh. Okay. okay. <laughs> Is there a thing at the bottom for office use only? Right. Check yes, it's banned, and check no, get out of my office. All right, who's this Bell X1? Bell X1 is a great, I guess, for lack of a better term, indie Irish band. Uh, they're Irish. Oh, that's very nice. Irish. Oh, love Everybody it. loves an Irish band, and sure. they're extremely popular in their native Ireland, and only very marginally popular in the United States. All right, the song we're going to play is a great defector, and it apparently references... Of Mice and Men, John Steinbeck. I think that anyone who's read Of Mice and Men or seen a lot of Looney Tunes cartoons will notice the uh, reference to the rabbits. Let's talk about those rabbits, George. This one owned a rabbit, but apparently not anymore. (laughs) Wait a minute, wait a minute. So the KKK wanted Of Mice and Men banned? Why? That is true. Why? The direct quote is that uh, they use profanity and God's name in vain. Okay. There you go. All right. who's, who's, Who's quarter is saying that? KKK member yeah, number three. The, <laughs> well, this was in 1977 in Greenville, South Carolina, Greenville. and I think that they were a bit more visible even then, even right. though that was not that long ago. Bell X1. I've never heard of them. Let's dig the song. The Great Defector. Right here. Rock School. Last break here on Rock School. That's a pretty good little Irish band there. That's good. Very <laughs> That's nice. Good, yeah. Very nice. Beth West is helping us out. Reference librarian here uh, on the campus of Southeastern Louisiana University. Let me tell you a couple that we're not going to get to. Some you might want to get your hands on. 10,000 Maniacs has a song called Hey Jack Kerouac. And if you want to read a good, uh, what, what, what's, what would you do? Naked Lunch? Something well, like generally it's about the beat writers, but you could read The Dharma Bums yeah. by Jack Kerouac, which is specifically... Uh, kind of summarizes and refers to. 
Now, REM has one called Disturbance at Heron House. Now, that's another Orwell. Yes. That's Animal Animal Farm. Farm. Let's see, what else haven't we gotten to yet? Sylvia Plath by Ryan Adams. That's on, what, the Bell Jar, I assume? Yes, it summarizes parts of the Bell Jar. Ra Ra Riot each year. That's on uh, Harper Lee's To Kill a Mockingbird, which, by the way, was probably written by Truman Capote. (laughs) You don't think I'm right? You don't think so? It's a possibility. And uh, uh, Cold Place 42, which is on the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and I have to roll my eyes every time. <laughs> I had a friend in high school, uh, and by the way, the group Level 42 is also named after The Hitchhiker's, Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah, the yes. Guide to the Galaxy. Um, he forced The Hitchhiker's Guide on me. He says, you have to read This is the greatest thing. And I tried. Lord, I tried to read that book, or the, the series, whichever one he gave to me. And I tried. And I just couldn't. It just was one of those that never rung true with me. And I did you read it? Did you like I it? I read it, and I read it in a lighthearted way. I went in thinking of it as a comedy. He thought it was just the greatest thing on earth. And I mean, I like the fact that they made fun of digital watches and such. Right, but right. It was one of those when it was over, I kind of closed closed the book and went, there, I did it. Now he'll <laughs> shut up. It was kind of one of those things. But you wanted to finish on Franz Ferdinand, another Irish band, if Scottish. I'm not mistaken. Scottish. Scottish. Band. Uh, big what, difference. You know, it's big over difference. there. You know, it's, it's, all, it's all one big island. <laughs> now, that's the song Ulysses. It is. Oh, now, gee, that wasn't at all. You know, I think right. they burnt the, that one. The didn't content they? of the song refers mostly to the Odyssey, but the it was inspired by James Joyce's novel Ulysses, which probably has been one of the most controversial novels of modern times. And mm-hmm. yeah, in ni- it was published in 1918 and banned immediately in several countries, among them the United States. In 1922, 500 copies were attempted to uh, be shipped into the United States. And when the post office got their hands on them, they burned them, put them in a big stack, and burned all 500 copies. It was not seen in the United States until 1933. Mm. Wow. You arsonistic mailman, you. There you go. And that's our stream of consciousness for the day. (laughs) Nice. I like that. So we wrap up with Franz Ferdinand. I'm Joe Burns. Chad B. There you go. I'm Beth West. That wraps it up. Don't don't ever not read a book. Pick it up and at least give it a shot because you can't judge it by its cover. Class is dismissed. Well, I sit in here, sound of my footsteps, and a voice say, hi, so, so what you got, what you got this time? Come on, let's get high. Come on, look, so what you got next door?